the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the 5,000 Watt Flamethrower. News Talk 710, KNUS Denver. The news now. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Lisa Mateo. Residents in the South are still in shock after Claudette leaves behind a trail of damage. The water just kept coming in. It was nothing like they expected. We had about three feet of water in the street. Ended up being about two inches of water in my house. Neighbors say they're hoping Claudette isn't any indication of how active the 2021 season will be. WWL-TV's Asia Staples in Louisiana. The storm is now headed toward North Carolina. CBS climate specialist Jeff Baradelli says the season kicked off a few months too soon. Hurricane season is off to a very fast start. Typically, we would see the third named storm of the season in August. We're seeing it right now. Excessive heat warnings continue for parts of Arizona and Nevada. Drought conditions are making things difficult for farmers. Jack Scoville is an agriculture analyst. If the drought looks like it's going to become a multi-year thing, then we'll see a lot of crop shifting. But for this year, I think farmers pretty much are stuck with what they have in the ground already. Celebrations at a pride parade in South Florida turn into chaos when a driver plows into spectators. But as WFOR-TV's Boeth Yace reports, it may have been an accident. The truck was participating in the parade and had a pride flag on it. A senior official briefed on the incident tells CBS the initial indications are that this was an accident. The driver of the truck is telling police that his foot got stuck between the gas pedal and the brake, causing him to lose control. But police say it's too early to confirm those details. In Arizona, seven people are injured after a driver slams into a group of racing cyclists. The suspect fled the scene. KPHO-TV's Elliot Polakoff explains what happened next. Solo police say the suspect went from the eastbound lane to the westbound lane to hit the bikers who were going in the opposite direction. A police chase then ensued further down the road and into a residential area. When the suspect refused to stop, Solo police shot him. The suspect is in stable condition. Advocates say Juneteenth's federal recognition is only the beginning. Are y'all ready for everybody to be equal? Dr. Greg Carr heads yeah. the African-American yeah. Studies Department at Howard yeah. University. Juneteenth has never been about celebration only. It's celebration paired with protest, remembering paired with action. Dr. Carr says, gauging how far this country has come and how far it has left to go. CBS's Skylar Henry. And a celebration in Kansas City, Mayor Quinton Lucas said he's vowing to pay reparations to black residents that will be targeted to addressing areas that have traditionally been impacted by that underinvestment and whose history, right, is based upon, right, so many things that were unfair. He's part of a nationwide group called Mayors Organized to Reparations and Equity. This is CBS News. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech info you need to help you get past whatever's in front of you. For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call 877-ASK-DELL. It's all about the nose. It's your air filter, the first line of defense against bacteria and viruses. If too many germs get stuck in your nose, guess what? 
you get sick. That's why it's so important to keep your nose clean, just like washing your hands. Nasal irrigation gets rid of germs by rinsing the nasal cavity, but neti pots are hard to use and, frankly, kind of gross. Now there's a better way to keep your nose clean and help your body protect itself. It's called Navage Nasal Care. Navage uses powered suction to flush out allergens, mucus, bacteria, and viruses. Millions use Navage for fast, all-natural relief from sinus congestion and allergies and to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and comes with an absolute guarantee of satisfaction. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Now it's time to start cleaning your nose with Navage. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. KNUS Denver, a Salem Media Group station. The Denver forecast on this Sunday. Plenty of sunshine early with a 20% chance for showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High temperatures close to 90 degrees. And for tonight, showers and storms continuing with lows down to around 55. Quite a bit cooler on Monday with highs in the low 70s and a good chance for showers through the day. Weather brought to you by Colorado Flat Fee Realty. Pay less, keep more. ColoradoFlatFeeRealty.com. I'm meteorologist Patrice Sutter on 710 KNUS. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Biden, you shouldn't be in the White House. What did he say about geopolitics in Russia? I have no confidence in anything. Neither do we, as long as you're the president. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 1 on News Talk 710 KNUS. The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Dr. Jack Zamora. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dearly beloved friends. In this uh, beautiful month of June, we celebrate um, the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. You know, who would have ever thought God has a heart? Whoa. And in the old days, this would have been an apostasy, right? But I think this time, because humanity is losing its heart, we do need a God, and we hope that God has heart. At least God can have a heart to feel for a humanity, to compassionate with a humanity, to heal a humanity. And definitely when humanity itself decides to kill every heart that beats, God's heart will be the source that gives us life. This is my hope. This is what we will be praying for on this good Sunday morning with Father Andre. 
the Bereshit at this time. I want to welcome you all, my beautiful friends, family members, I call you, intercessors, friends of uh, this beautiful radio station, KNUS, 7, 10 a.m., and all the people who will be listening through the podcast. Let us pray together on this uh, Holy Sunday as we welcome the day. And inside our families, with our friends, uh, with our spouses, and uh, inside our communities, congregations, if we are still in bed, turn on this radio and pray with us, pray with us that the hand of the Lord will touch you, that the heart of the Lord will touch you to give us hearts of a flesh and remove from us the hearts of stones. Too many things are happening in the world, yet in our uh, time together every Sunday morning, on Good Sunday morning with Father Andre, we shall bring hope and uh, to fight against hopelessness. We shall awaken the day with love to defeat all hate. We shall awaken the world with our faith, making statement, I confess you, Almighty God. I profess your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and I ask you to give me your Holy Spirit to revive in me the gifts of faith, hope, and love. And in such a way, we pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I read from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 21. For then there will be great oppression, such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, nor ever, ever will be. My friends, with Psalm 77, we're going to recall God's mighty works, and we pray. I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning. We are so happy today to be joined from uh, Austria with our friends and contributor to the show. Now, as you know her name and you recognize her voice, journalist Susan Fox. Um, she will report on Lebanon as desperation grows among the country's Christians and uh, the entire area of the Middle East is boiling with war. As you can tell, we recall all these horrible events that were happening um, in the Holy Land, in Israel, inside the Palestine. Um, there is a lot of problems going on in the Middle East. I know, I know what my listeners are saying. We do not want to welcome the morning with war. We want to welcome it with peace. We want to welcome it with good things that are happening. And this is actually what we want to ask Susan Fox to be reporting on. Yet before we do that, want to say good morning to beautiful Susan. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, and God bless you, Father. Thank you. God bless you, too. And, uh, you know, Susan, um, it's beautiful. The apostolate of Our Lady of Hope, St. Rafka Mission of Hope and Mercy, has been running this yes. campaign, Feed a Family, Save a Nation. 
feed a family, save a nation. And I know you've been so diligent and uh, you spent so many hours, you researched uh, uh, many articles, you contacted the probably many media outlets, you checked, you investigated on the stories, and you came back with this. So now you know there are Christians in Lebanon. Lebanon has no desert. I know you discovered that finally, right? <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you beautiful also farmland. beautiful, beautiful country land, isn't it? A lot of mountains, oh, yeah. a lot of snow, four four uh, seasons, and uh, um, beautiful, beautiful people actually. And uh, you yeah. were shocked when you found out that Lebanon has probably four million, four point seven million, probably um, in its population. Yet in those four some million people, we have on top of them, on top of them, million and a half Syrian refugees. And yes. over 500,000 Palestinian refugees in Lebanon. And yes. we have over 50,000 Iraqi refugees in Lebanon. Some of them have moved on to Australia and Canada. But yes, you did at one point have that many. How, how can you understand? How can you comprehend? And this country has no food, no water. No gas, no grain, medicine is being stolen from the pharmacies, and the individual accounts of the peoples in the banks have been confiscated by terrorist groups, and Lebanon is suffering economic sanctions, and the entire region is boiling with all the fights which are happening in the Holy Land, and we want to pray, pray, pray for peace. We want to pray that all violence will stop and will cease. How can you understand this country? What's your understanding? Well, Father, do you remember the story in the Bible of the rich man who lived in luxury? And at his door lay a beggar named Lazarus who longed to eat the, the scraps from the man's table. Yes. Well, that's the story of Lebanon. Um, and the Lazarus in Lebanon was a young man I met, Anthony Nazaroni. He's a Maronite Catholic, handsome faith-filled. He's rich in his faith in Christ. And this is what he told me. He said, wow. Susan, there's no salvation outside Jesus Christ. I'm saying this to all the people we help, because he works for the mission of hope and mercy. Jesus Christ is the only one who can save you. I feel his presence in my heart. He, he um, distributes food, rental money, and medicine to those who ask for help. Now, they are Syrian, Iraqi, refugees, and, Le and, and Lebanese Christians. Even they extend the hands of mercy to Muslims. The mission supports 5,000 Lebanese families. For all of his efforts, he has fed but not paid, because Mission of Hope and Mercy runs on volunteers, on the love of the volunteers. And they're so lovely. Today, uh, you know, um, every every week I spend with them on the phone hours and hours, um, honestly, um, to pray, and you have no idea. I know you adopted one of them, I heard, uh, spiritually. You call him your son now, Susan. But uh, before yeah, you go Anthony, into that, Anthony, I believe. My boy now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, you yeah. know what we do when we speak together with our team in Lebanon? We pray and they cry. They don't believe how much yeah. hope they are able to give to the people. And you're right. You, you hit it right, head, right, right, right on on the head when you spoke about the gospel of Luke, chapter 16, verse 19 to 31. Chapter uh, 16, verse 19 to 31 in the gospel of St. Luke that speaks about the rich man and Lazarus. You know, there was this yes. rich man who was dressed in purple, fine linen, and he lived in such a luxuri luxurious way every day. And at his gate, 
at his gate, there was laid this beggar, this beggar named Lazarus. Mm -hmm. I think this beggar, mm -hmm. I do not know. I, I, I bet you uh, um, he, he probably was dreaming about simply waking up one day and having no pain or dreaming more, having been able to eat and have his food. I do not know which priority was more important to him, the food or the relief from his suffering and the pain. And he was homeless. He was all in one. He incorporated Jesus Christ, the suffering man, basically, the suffering God and um, for, for, for our salvation. And funny, you know how many suffering people we have in Lebanon, Susan, that they have no yes, homes? Exactly Go ahead. The unemployment rate is now 45 percent. And it's for 60% of Lebanese people into poverty in 2021. They expect that to go up to 75%. The country is a rich country. They've got vast oil resources. Yet 10% of Lebanese adults hold 70% of its personal wealth. And that was in 2020. I think that's changing. Uh, the middle class is disappearing. The poor class is 55%. Uh, they're letting the trash accumulate on the beach. The chemical factories dump into the drinking water. And the fancy hotels on the beach dump their sewage in the Mediterranean Sea, killing the fishing industry. Even the Lebanese farmers are struggling. They've got loads of food, and they can't do anything with it. There's no market in the city because the people don't have any money. The only thing that buys food are fresh dollars from overseas. And uh, this means basically this means basically people people have literally because all the local bank accounts of the people were seized, um, unfortunately, yes. due to the economic sanctions and the terrorist groups. And so there is no individual income for the Lebanese person. Um, therefore, we haven't somehow to um, send funds for people so they can withdraw them and they can live and they call it fresh dollar account and they can live. They can buy grocery. Um, um, you know what's the average salary per month now for a Lebanese person, Susan? Do you have any idea what's in, in dollar, yes. basically? It was $50, but 90% of it goes to the government to pay. So they get, only get $10 take-home pay. Per month. For under, yeah, the government takes it for water that's not drinkable. For electrical blackouts, while I was talking to Anthony, the electricity went out a couple times. And they have to get a backup generator. So that's what the, the money goes for. And the rest of the $10 must go for food, which has increased in cost five times in two years. Well, that let us, the, Susan, let, let us take a moment, first of all, to thank God for the goodness of this country, for the goodness mm -hmm. in which we live, for all these families waking up now um, in this uh, good Sunday morning with Father Andre, who are joining us now. Um, I want to hug every one of you. I want to tell you, please appreciate one another. Appreciate the gift of peace. Appreciate the gift that you have electricity. You have a cooler in your house. You have air conditioning. And in wintertime and in snow, you have heaters in your houses. We have a beautiful, luxurious fireplaces. We have large, huge kitchen, which could be the size of, a big, of an entire home, probably, for many people elsewhere. Please don't curse. Please don't be mean to one another. Just stop and appreciate God. Appreciate the beauty of this good Sunday morning that you are having now. And uh, do me a favor. If you have a chance, go to www.missionofhopeandmercy.org. 
and uh, see our campaign about uh, feed a family, save a nation. This does not only apply to Lebanon. It, I promise you it might apply to the entire world. But with this, I want us to take a spiritual break. I have a very good surprise for you, Susan, today from uh, Mike, from our producer of the show. We're going to listen to a very small hymn. Your body is our food indeed, O Lord. Your blood is our drink. Blessed are those who partake of them both, because this is the truth of our God. He not only gave us creation and allowed us work and gave us beautiful weather, beautiful time, beautiful rain, beautiful morning dew, beautiful coffee, beautiful cappuccino, beautiful chicken, beautiful meat, beautiful whatever you eat, guys. It doesn't matter. If you're vegetarian, you have vegetables to eat. If you eat meat... You have beautiful steaks to eat. Many people don't. With this, let us appreciate what is this Sunday all about. The body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is my body. This is my blood for the salvation of the world. Let us listen to this beautiful hymn together. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener, the gospel of St. John chapter 15. And uh, Jesus definitely continues to say, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. God does not like a stir people who nag all the time. God does not negative people who store for themselves everything. And then guess what? They die. And everything is around, spoiled. And probably nobody takes care of it. We are so blessed in the United States of America to appreciate the gift of prosperity, the gift of peace. But remember, these are gifts. They're not rights. In other places, these are desired things. These are things that people kill people in order to have probably a, uh, I don't know, a piece of bread, a little bit of water. And um, in this beautiful gospel, you know, um, we also see 
that the Lord is our joy divine. We have to be connected to him and to his son. And guess what? We're talking about wine. Susan, to change a little bit the topic for our beautiful listeners who joined us to this good Sunday morning with Father Andre, and we have with us a journalist Susan Fox from Austria um, giving reports on Lebanon as desperation grows among the country's Christians and population, and the fights go bigger and more dangerous in the entire region. We pray for the peace, security, safety for the people in Israel and for all the victims inside the Palestine. We pray that these two countries come to terms to make a peace with one another and that both of them will be freed from the hand of uh, corruption and terrorists and uh, that we definitely stand and we say no for anti-Semitism in the Middle East, no for persecution, no for hate, no for Islamophobia, no for uh, religious intolerance or no for corruption. People deserve to live and there are a lot of good people in the entire Middle East. Susan, do you know that Lebanon has the oldest vine roots in the world. I'm talking wine and I'm talking grapes. Do you have any idea that Lebanon has the oldest vine in the world? No, I didn't know that, Father, but I know that the spinach they grow is the end of the lettuce. It's the most beautiful lettuce I've ever seen in my life. And, and the most tasty. That's true. So so let me tell you about the, about the vine. The vine root in Lebanon yeah. is over 5,000 years old and it's a Cabernet Sauvignon basically, and it's in Heliopolis, in the Bekaa Valley, in the city of the sun, where actually the second largest Roman temple that was ever built in the Roman Empire is in Lebanon, and is the temple of Bacchus, the god of wine. This is why they built it in that area. But you know what? This is also the land of the water, and I know you have investigated the stories about the water, the water in the faucets, the water is at home. Would you tell us a little bit more about that? The country of the water in the Middle East has no water. Yeah, well, there's mountains in Lebanon, and they have beautiful... Anthony was very grateful for God, because even though their faucet water is undrinkable, he's able to take, you know, big jugs to uh, the lakes. The lakes still have clean water, because God gives it from the mountains. And I remember when I was a child, my parents and I used to go to Apple Valley, California, the desert, and we had a cabin that did not have running water. We'd stop at a place called Cotner's Corner, and we would pick up water, and we'd take it, and they'd use it to bathe and drink for the weekend. And it was fun, because it was one weekend, right, Father? But what if you have to drink water every single day, and you have to go to the lake and fill up the bottles, that must be a very hard job, I think, in Lebanon. But the poor people in Beirut, they can't get to the lake. Uh, Anthony told me of a family he knew. And they actually take the water from the faucet, and they have no other drinking water, and um, they boil it. And that doesn't work because the stuff has chemicals in it, and it, it will eventually cause cancer and, and, you know, probably ruin your health. And, and you, you know, every in every family in Lebanon, there is at least two cancer patients. Do you know that, Susan? In every family, almost no. in Lebanon, no. there are two cancer situations per family. Probably because of the water. It's no. even bad to take a shower in that kind of water. And I know you I investigated the electricity as well in Lebanon. And again, this is Susan Fox with Father Andre. Good Sunday morning with Father Andre. And we're talking about Lebanon and we encourage people, you will hear it at the end of the show as well, go to our website, www.missionofhopeandmercy.org and check our campaign. Um, feed a family, save a nation, 
um, according to which we are trying now at this point um, to feed um, a total of 4,553 families with food that is needed. That is 4,553 families lacking food, lacking milk. We need 300 babies are in need of milk. And this is Susan Fox reporting after she investigated and she spoke to our team. Tell us a little bit more about, we have a few minutes left, and i love to have you for the next episode as we continue consecrating our time to bring awareness, to show appreciation to what we have in this country and how we can share uh, the gift of the rich country with the poor country to save the lives of these people and to heal them, not to be like the, the rich man and Lazarus in the Bible, but to have good rich people and good poor people, but to come together in, in a beautiful um, life that is in accordance with God's divine will, that is filled with love and mercy and charity and hope. Tell us a little bit about the electricity, Susan. Okay, the electricity. Well, um, there is a problem with a company that uh, produces electricity for Lebanon. It produces about 40% of the electricity, and uh, it is going ahead and um, shutting down uh, the electricity in Lebanon because they can't pay. They don't have any money. So the government cannot supply electricity anymore and is warning people that Lebanon is going to go dark. There's not going to be any more light. And already there's blackouts, but I think it's going to get worse. They're saying it's going to get worse now because this company that supplies electricity is no longer going to do so. But, Father, the greatest problem in Lebanon, according to Anthony, is education. Um, he's 21, almost 21. And he said to me, Lebanese youth are not supposed to only think of food, drink, and, you know, electricity. Where are their dreams? I want to help Lebanon, but first I want to grow myself, too. And they have COVID-19 and no money to pay for education. You don't have free education. And so they're sitting at home, the children, twiddling their thumbs. They don't have computers. They don't have Internet. They don't have any way to learn in this period of time. So it's very bad for the young people in Lebanon. It's going to be a terrible tragedy. It's um. hard generation and definitely what's lot. happening in, in the entire region i am i am worried and so scared lebanon borders yes. israel and syria and uh, lebanon is not far from egypt is not far from what's happening also um in, in in africa um how about we conclude you and me in this episode bring people back uh, to remember we are in the united states of america the country of the free the land of the free we have beautiful right. families we have faith we have a freedom, and uh, we have a choices we can make. I pray that these choices are in accordance with the divine will of God. I want us to conclude with the prayer of Psalm 68, because I do believe it says a lot. The Lord's triumphant entrance into his sanctuary. My friends, you are God's sanctuary. Allow God to enter your home. You are God's sanctuary. Allow him to enter into your body. For those who may consider um, leaving or going back to church, please rebuke this evil and come back to God. Ascending on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to man. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. Amen.
Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today and join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen live at radio.com. CBS News Brief. Parts of the Florida Panhandle and Alabama are cleaning up after Claudette makes its way toward North Carolina. CBS climate specialist Jeff Baradelli says the season kicked off a few months too soon. Claudette is the third name system of this very early season. We're about a month and a half too early, but we're seeing a lot more of that because of warmer water temperatures. In southern Florida. Stunned and shocked. Chaos at a pride parade when a driver slammed into a crowd of spectators. Local reports say it may have been an accident, but police have not confirmed. Yesterday marked the first celebration of Juneteenth as a federal holiday. WCBS-TV's Christina Fan was at one event in New York City. A joyous celebration for America's newest federal holiday brought Esme Robinson to her feet. The 89-year-old unable to contain her excitement. A black celebration. CBS News Brief, I'm Lisa Mateo. The Denver forecast on this Sunday, plenty of sunshine early with a 20% chance for showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High temperatures close to 90 degrees. And for tonight, showers and storms continuing with lows down to around 55. Quite a bit cooler on Monday with highs in the low 70s and a good chance for showers through the day. Weather brought to you by Colorado Flat Fee Realty. Pay less, keep more. ColoradoFlatFeeRealty.com. I'm meteorologist Patrice Sutter on 710 KNUS. Hugh Hewitt. The Hugh Hewitt Show. I read every story on inflation, and people have finally begun to wake up. This has got an air of 1966 to 71 about it, where the Fed just is moving too slow because of the pressure from the White House, Johnson, and then Nixon, the destroyer of wealth, the ravager of middle-class income, the, 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 the oppressor of senior citizens on fixed income lurks. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 9, right before Charlie Kirk at 10, on News Talk 710, KNUS. The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Two Lights Media. Hello there, and thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of Discoveries in Health. I'm your host, Chris McKay, and I'm happy to have you along today as we explore and discover the secrets to health and wellness. All right, I want to start today with a big thank you to our sponsor, Dr. Newton's Naturals. They're one of the best sources of high-quality nutritional supplements at discount prices. Now, you can visit them online anytime at drnewtons.com, and I want you to check them out when you have a chance because they really do have some great products to improve your health, and you'll save some money in the process. All right, folks. So according to my next guest, if you think that cold and flu season is behind us, you better think again. The truth is that viruses, colds, and the flu can strike almost any time of the year, which is exactly why you should be doing everything you can to protect yourself no matter what time of year it is. So what's the best way to protect yourself from these nasty viruses, the colds, and the flu? 
Well, here today to share his health secret for shielding against viruses, colds, and the flu is Dr. Michael Pincus. Dr. Pincus, it's great to see you again. Chris, it's great to be here. You know, most of you probably know that Dr. Pincus is a nationally recognized authority on both natural and alternative health. He's also a very successful chiropractor. He's been sought out by top Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, Olympic athletes, and he continues to be very involved in some of this nation's top health concerns. So, Dr. Pincus, what is this health secret that you've been talking about? Well, what the secret is, is actually getting the right amount and the right form of vitamin C. Vitamin C. All right. Well, uh, vitamin C is, is not really new, though. No, vitamin C is not new, but it's still a very vital and essential nutrient. 